Today on the Dad the Best I Can show. Plus, Rob, I mean, you know, just like I'm just like you and so many of our colleagues, you know, so many people were so busy with their with their everyday lives and their responsibilities at work. Um, you know, being parents, the last thing they want to do is, is, is agonize, uh, uh, you know, with, with their travel plans. I mean, we, we view ourselves in the same way that people would when they're purchasing a home and they use a, they have their real estate person. Welcome to the Dad the Best I Can show. My name is Rob Roseman, who wants to be a millionaire legend, Chicago futures trader, Vegas poker pro. Now I'm a dad to three kids, ages seven, five, and two. Phew, wears me out just thinking about it. Each week we bring on high-performing dads like you, Entrepreneurs like Jesse Itzler, CEOs like David Cancel from Drift.com, athletes like Ken Rideout, best-selling children's authors like Zach Bush to tell us your stories, your dad tips and tricks to help all of us make it through dad life. We have a brand new website over at dadthebestican.com. Go on over to dadthebestican.com and sign up with your email. It's 100% free, of course. Be the first to hear brand new dad guests and get weekly dad tips in your inbox. How else are you going to keep up with the roller coaster that is dad life? We are running a really fun dad challenge every single week. We talk dad life and learn from dads much wiser than us. We're using an awesome free iPhone app called Spar. You know how hard it is to make a new habit stick, like running, reading, writing, even flossing. With the Spar app, you can win or lose real money with a group of friends to hold you accountable. It's a lot of fun, and it seriously works. Find out more about the challenge at dadthebestican.com. There is a new challenge you can join right now. Okay, enough out of me. On to today's show. All right, welcome to the Dad the Best I Can show, expert edition. We are lucky to be joined by Josh Alexander. Josh, how's it going today? It's going great, Rob. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Where are you calling in from? Calling in from uh, cloudy and still chilly New York City. Uh, it was in the 70s yesterday, and uh, but back down to the 50s today. So, yes, the head hopefully fake. spring will be here. The head fake of spring. So Josh and I, we know each other from way back and uh, growing up in Miami together. I'm I'm glad we reconnected. Likewise. So Josh, you we're going to talk about your expertise here in a minute, but first and foremost, you are a dad. How old are your kids? Uh, they are four, and this coming Saturday, I'll have a two-year-old. So wow, four and two. You are right up in it then. Oh yeah, in the thick of it. <laughs> Um, so you are, Josh is a travel, a luxury travel advisor, but that wasn't always the case. You made a big, uh, career change a few years ago, reinvented yourself. Practice law, eight and a half years, uh, was a unhappy attorney sort of, uh, went on a, took a African honeymoon with my wife, uh, and sort of fell in love with the industry and, uh, started, been doing this since 2010. That's awesome. And you haven't looked back. You're happy with the change? Uh, very happy. It's been incredible. Just get to travel all over the world, amazing relationships all over the world that benefit uh, not only me and uh, my team and, and my clients. And uh, it's incredible. 
So I'm sure you get this a lot in, in a world of uh, Airbnb and kayak and orbits and all this thing, do it yourself travel. Why, why is there still such a need for a, for a travel agent or an advisor like you? Flat out service and recourse. I mean, when, 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 when a, a consumer is going to those sites, number one, they're not getting any guidance they're, and they're, they're, they're merely a number and they're getting spit out of confirmation. They don't even know if they're getting good value or not. Um, in case in point with us, with, with, with most, you know, when, when you book through us, me and my team have, have are well-traveled and we've, we've have vetted a lot of properties, but in, you know, 90% of the time we're going to have, uh, some a sort of association with, with the hotel or the, or the group where clients of ours will get extra value add amenities. Um, and often if we, if we know someone on property, we'll, you know, advise them of when a client is arriving, try to upgrade them. And just from knowing the hotel industry pretty well, that the bookings that come in from a, an online travel agency in Expedia and Orbit are lowest on the totem pole in terms of room allocation upgrades, because, you know, the hotels love having information on their guests. And so uh, that, that I, I think that's a strong case uh, for us from a service point of view, um, also just from an advisory point of view. I mean, many people, if you go onto those sites, they don't give you any direction, right? You, you know, in terms of, uh, uh, you know, guidance in, ter in terms of, you know, a, a, a certain kind of hotel, right? If, if it's good for children, if it's contemporary, if it's classical location, you know, everyone's trip is different, right? If it's a, if it's a leisure trip where you're going somewhere for five nights and you want to be in a certain location or you're in a business trip and you need to be in a certain area. So, I think the human element of the service from a hotel side and from a, you mentioned kayak, Rob, and I know you, you're, you, you've been known to rip your hair out of your head or throw your yeah, I mean, that's, out the that, window. That's, that's the thing. It's like I spend, they make it like it's so easy and I'm sure other people can relate to this. I could spend six hours and not have booked anything and now I'm just annoyed and I don't even book the trip because it's just annoying and placing one call to you could probably solve that whole problem, right? Correct. I mean, we, you know, with our, with our systems, we, we have the ability to sort of pr provide clients with um, different routes and different options within a route. Um, the pricing will always be the same or better that someone would see directly on an air, airline website or, or through kayak. Um, but the big, the big difference also is in, in this day and age of like, if, you know, most people, if you're on kayak or just, booking online, something happens to your flight, a, a delay, a cancellation, you're either stuck on a, you know, two hour hold with the airline, good luck trying to get a human being on the other end of like a kayak, whereas we just tap right into, the, we have direct connect with these airlines. We, 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 we could fix, a, fix an issue, protect people on different flights, you know, make sure that, you know, a ticket needs to be refunded if, if, they, if they decide to jump and get on a different flight. So there's a huge service aspect in that. And this is probably getting a little too technical, but you know we 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 know how to read the different like fare the the different fares and what the, what those letters mean that you see when when you often see when you book a flight. And this day and age, so many the airlines try to trick people with these like if you're an economy passenger, these basic economy fares that people might see as like a teaser, not knowing that those that those certain fares don't come with a seat assignment. They, there's no luggage allowed, no carry-ons. Seatbelts optional, know, we, right? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, so right, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, 
uh, can't use the bathroom, all, all that kind of stuff. And, and, <laughs> you know, so we, we advise people on, 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 on those types of things. And if, you know, if people want to do like a, like a crazy ticket where they, they want to go one way business class and return an economy, that's something you can't even price out online or on these things. And, and we're able right. to do that. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, you would, your first thought would be that a lot of this, you know, online industry has hurt your business and maybe it has and for other people, but it also created, you know, even more value for what you guys do because yes, like you said, just cause this stuff exists doesn't mean it's not a pain in the ass and I've lost my mind. I was, I was trying to go this month on a trip and I literally just threw in the towel. I should have just called yeah. you. I'd be sitting at a beach right now by myself. You should have a beach or a pool. Exactly. Yeah, and, I, and I, and I think, um, I, I forgot there's some stats out there that all these, you know, hotel companies have, have done tons of research. And, and, and I think the average consumer, I think views something like eight to 11 different websites before pulling the trigger on, on, or, or even if they will pull the trigger on, on deciding on a, like a vacation spot or, you know, people who are, who are yeah. just used to booking online, which shows that, there's a need for the uh, human element in there to, you know, to help guide people. Plus Rob, I mean, you know, just like, I'm just like you and so many of our colleagues, uh, you know, so many people were so busy with their, with their everyday lives and their responsibilities at work. Um, you know, being parents, the last thing they want to do is, is, is agonize, uh, uh, you know, with, with their travel plans. I mean, we, we view ourselves in the same way that people would, when they're purchasing a home and they use a, they have their real estate person or, you know, considering buying life insurance or you know, like a financial advisor. It's, a, it's the same yeah. type of concept. It's a big investment and it's something that should be fun. It shouldn't be miserable, you know, booking a trip. And like you said, time is our, you know, most scarce resource and the most important thing. So just the peace of mind, all these things you're, I'm sold. So I guess one objection somebody might have or, thought is that oh this is going to co cost me a lot more is that some is that not not the case either generally not the case i mean in terms of the actual the actual fare uh on a flight or or, or the hotel rate does, doesn't cost more i mean there are certain cases where we're doing um big like family trips like like we you know for instance like a big trip to africa that may have 10 to 20 people and there's, you know, we're doing not just, not just flights and accommodations, but, but guides and every little component. Um, you know, sometimes we might, we, there might be a trip planning fee involved in something like that, which is, which is, you know, just sort of to, to protect us, you know, with our, our, our work and our time. But generally speaking, um, to, to book, a, to book a flight or to, to book a hotel, um, it, it, it wouldn't cost anymore. Right. Uh, and I mean, like you, like we both said, that peace of mind and that just knowing it's taken care of is invaluable today, especially as parents. You know, maybe when I was 26 and single and I wanted to get sure. a ski house with my buddies, I could sit there for four hours and pick and choose and try and save a couple bucks. But man, these kids will, these kids are a game changer, right? Absolutely. And, and when we're and we're even, you know, the, the, the kids are a game changer and just, you know, the, the way that um, people are traveling with children is changing. and um, you know, we're, we're seeing people really make their, their children the focal point of a lot of their, their, their travel decisions or, or at least their, their leisure, leisure travel decisions. And, you know, it, it, what, what we're seeing more and more is that people are sort of creating a roadmap or a schedule of, of, of sort of trips, the different types of trips to plan out for what, you know, when the kids are two to five and then as they, you know, maybe, you know, mm -hmm. just focus on more sort of 
beach resort like vacations and then you got your Disney vacation and then as they get older um take them on some things that are a little more uh relevant to what they're learning in school history take them to Europe for the first time so, so um so it's yeah, fascinating I like that give us yeah. give us can you give us a couple uh examples of trips maybe I mean my kids are six, four, and one. So I, we barely want to leave the house sometimes, but <laughs> I'm sure you've taken your young daughters to a lot of places, maybe a little bit more ambitious since you are, you know, an expert, but any, uh, travel tips for parents, at least location wise. I mean, it's all relevant to, to where someone lives, but it, you know, if, if you're in a, if you're in a big you know, sort of metropolitan area on the, on the, on the East coast or Midwest, you know, there, there's so many nonstop flights to um, warm weather destinations, whether it be Florida or the Caribbean or, or, or Mexico. And I think just going to a sort of a great resort, whether it's an all-inclusive or just a, a luxury resort that has great service and, and great amenities. And, and, and also things that will sort of occupy your children while you're there is, is great. And, you know, at most, at most hotels, um, you know, Kids clubs are usually four and up, so that's a that's sort of a great perk uh, of, of sort of uh, built having someone else sort of built in to, to watch your children. Um, and, so. yeah, and Rob, I'll tell you a, a big trend that that we're seeing and that I, I, a lot of hotels are starting to do, and this is definitely more on the sort of luxury side, four and five star. Um, they're not building these. The, the kids club of the old days were was maybe like like a, a glorified hotel room or a place somewhere on property where there was a couch and a DVD player and they put on, on movies and it was, it was glorified babysitting. And now the, the, the big trend is to have um, sort of like a schedule that the hotel would put out week to week with different activities uh, and almost have a, like a camp counselor type of mentality. And, you know, that, you know, we, I, I love taking my own children to places like that. Um, and I, you know, when we, when we tell clients about it, they, they really warm up to the idea because it just, it gives them peace of mind that number one, they're, they're not going to have to watch over their children, uh, you know, nonstop. But, you know, in a lot of these cases, like I've discovered with, with my own daughters, they, they, they love being, being with someone else. They, they think it's cool if they have a sort of camp counselor for a few hours and they, they get away from mom and dad. Right. Um, back in January, when we were most recently, we were in, um, in Puerto Rico, uh, which is, built back up and, and, and very safe to go to, by the way. Um, we were at the Dorado, which is a, a Ritz-Carlton uh, reserve resort, about 45 minutes out of, out of San Juan. And they have this thing that's called Cousteau Ambassadors of the Environment. And my, my four-year-old daughter did this whole sort of um, uh, archaeologist for, for a day <laughs> where, where they just sort of, you know, it was, it was more of like a three-hour thing where they took her into the forest and she got about these different like leaves and different flowers and then you know they did they did some cool stuff along the beach and with shells and and it, it, it was awesome so that's great yeah and you're not going to really get that on your own if you go book it and you just show up somewhere and really the whole thing is about the experience so i think building in that experience especially if it's done for you and your kids that's an awesome awesome value add correct and then as kids you know tend you know get older you know we see parents want to start taking them to you know like i said some things that maybe that are more relevant to what they're starting to learn in school or you know uh you know taking them to washington dc for people who aren't in new york taking them to, to new york city to you know t taking a broadway show and 
go to museums, uh, Statue of Liberty, you know, key sites, and then, you know, taking kids to Europe, um, especially like, like the big popular cities like London, Paris, Rome, um, is, is very popular these days in terms of there's, you know, great hotels, child-friendly, um, the whole trend of just arranging guides these days are a, a lot more friendlier and easier than, you know, I think when, when we were younger. Um, and then even, you know, more long-term, um, when, I mean, and I don't know if it's a, a New York based thing or where I'm just seeing parents wanting to take these sort of big exotic like trips with children at a younger age. And, and what I mean by that is taking them to like Southeast Asia or going on like an African safari, um, you know, as, as young as, uh, six and, and eight years old. So, uh, I mean, I know that's probably ambitious for, for, for some, but it's, yeah, I, I think, know, that, right? yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. And I mean, at the end of the day, which actually I don't like that slogan at the end of the day, but <laughs> I, uh, whenever somebody says it, I cringe and I just did it. Yeah. But, you know, this is what life is about is traveling experiences. I mean, I'd way rather spend my money on a trip than I would, you know, go buying a new car or something. So this is where I think, you know, people are allotting their money now. Absolutely. And, and, I, and I think, you know, a lot of people are, you know, some people say that, it, you know, air travel is, they, they, they dread having to go on an airplane, but, you know, also in, in terms of just the, the routing, I mean, it, it, I think it's, you know, it's become a lot easier to, so many more destinations have, have, have opened up in the, in the past 10, 15 years, just in, because of um, newer airplanes and, and airplanes with, you know, longer capacities or, or just new new destinations becoming more popular that you know airlines are investing in in certain places so i think it's become a lot easier to, to get uh, to, to so many places and and i think you know as long as you know I, as a parent i i hate having to well i hate having to connect period but i really i don't think i've ever taken a connecting flight with my children because if i can go anywhere in a non-stop flight yeah. um it to me it's it, it's an open destination uh to go to you know with my children yeah, it's funny. I, I, I took a rare solo trip uh, last year and I I ended up on a Who was watching stop. the kid? I, I don't even know. I ended up on a layover somewhere <laughs> and I literally didn't even know that it was part of the trip and it didn't I didn't even bat an eye because it was just me. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> to listen to another podcast, watch another movie. It was like, where are we? Salt Lake City? Oh, Perfect. Let's go. Yeah. But like you said, with kids, you want to get that over with. Let's take a quick break for our dad tip of the week brought to you by Kickstart Reading. Do you have kids between the ages of three and six? I've got two boys, and when my older son was going into kindergarten, my wife and I quickly learned that we had no idea how to teach him how to read. We found Kickstart Reading and watched one two-minute video together, and you could see his confidence take off. Bonus, I felt like dad of the year. Here's another dad talking about how Kickstart Reading is helping his boys learn how to read. Hey there, this is Chris Heller, and I'm a big fan of Kickstart Reading. Each morning before school, I show a video to my four-and-a-half-year-old son, and now his little two-year-old brother is getting in on the action as well. I'm a big fan of the videos. Highly consumable and engaging for young boys. Definite recommend for all parents out there who are looking to get their kids off to the right start with reading. Kickstart Reading. Go to kickstartreading.com and use the code DAD to get 65% off right now. 
That's D-A-D, dad. See? It works. Kickstartreading.com. Now back to the show. Along those lines, you've taken your, your girls all over the place. Any travel tips for flying, driving, traveling with kids? I'm sure there are a ton, but can you give us a couple? In, in terms of in, in terms of flying, um, I think there's a lot of like little things that people could do that that we do to, to make traveling um, easier when it when it get when it comes to uh, airports and planes. Number one, I mean, we we just we get to the airport earlier than I would normally do if I was traveling on my own. Uh, just in terms of like getting through security and 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 all that stuff, we do uh, one of our first purchases from when, when my first daughter was three months. We started traveling. We we have um and now we only use it for my my younger one, but we have a stroller called a um, a baby Zen yo yo, which is the only. There might be some other ones now, but for a very long time, it was the only stroller that it it folds up. And it actually fits in the overhead of of any airplane, so you don't have to gate check it, you don't have to check it underneath. You're sort of in control of it the whole time, and that, and I think that's key because you can you could sort of keep a really young child in it all the way to the gate, and then you don't have to worry about it getting lost or damaged. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, what, what people who don't travel often might not know, regardless of your status or where you're sitting on a plane, um, you are. Um, Anyone traveling with, uh, you know, minor children are entitled to, to board first uh, to give yourself a little extra time. Um, and then, you know, one other thing I'll tell you, and this is probably maybe getting a little too technical, but for my for my two-year-old, and we used to have it for my older daughter when she was younger. Now that my my two-year-old is is no is is no longer considered a lap infant, and we have to buy her a seat, she still will, you know, she's still not going to sit in her in her seat the whole time, and. And, you know, she's like a little monkey, you know, jumping all over the place. They, there's, there's a great product um, called, I think it's called the child care system, where it's, it's basically a, like a seatbelt system made by the same people who make all like airlines, pilots, seatbelts. And it, it basically emulates as if they were still like in a, like a car seat. So it, it helps keep them in place, but, all, it, but also a little more, it's more of a safety thing, keeping them more secure while they're, you know, while they're, you know, if there was any turbulence or, or anything like that. Um, right, that, is, that is good. Cause on your lap, it doesn't work for us. <laughs> they're all uh, over the place. lap. And yeah, with, with all the, with all the distractions, everything, it's, it's, yes. it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, and then in, in terms of, you know, what, what, whenever, whenever we've gone to, um, you know, Europe, uh, with the kids, we always, that first day, whenever we get a, we get to the hotel, get through the situation, feed the kids. And we always, <laughs> we take a family nap. I mean, that's, that, that's, that's, and it, we, we will, we'll sort of almost pin them down to the point and, and make them take it. And then I, something else, I, the last thing that I, that I learned sort of the hard way, my first trip to Europe with uh, the kids, but have always, I don't, we don't keep, we, we let our, our, our girls stay up much later in Europe because of the time difference, they're going to stay up later. And there's no point in like if they, you know, my girls will go to bed at, you know, seven thirty, eight o'clock, in uh, in New York, but if you know when when, when we go to Europe, um, you know, nine o'clock in Europe, nine thirty in Europe is um, four thirty, you know, three thirty in 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 New York. So there's no point in trying to get them to go to bed early. We just sort of like let them enjoy the day longer and and sort of 
as, as the time goes on, they'll just sort of get, you know, more and more adjusted to, to the local time. Yeah. So, make it like, make it like new year's Eve or something. They'll be excited. And then they'll, yeah, they'll crash. It, it, exactly. Yeah, exactly. we had, I've had friends even going to California and it's like, what do you do with your kids and bedtime? And it can really screw up a couple of days. So getting some, totally. some, some tips is helpful. I mean, one, one other tip I'll tell you is, I mean, I, I, you know, I could probably write a, a book on all the babysitters we've had around the world at, at different hotels. So I, um, I, we're, we're not fortunate enough to have really have anyone watch our kids. So, uh, um, you know, while we love traveling with our kids, my wife and I would love a vacation of, of ourselves, which we're actually going to get one coming up in June. But we have used many of, of babysitters all over the world. And I've just sort of learned to like, you know, not really care too much about their, you know, backgrounds and credentials. And as long as there's sort of, you know, it's a service that's vetted by the hotel I'm staying at. I in the, you know, keep, keep my as long as my, my girls are alive, uh, you know, don't sweat it. And, and I, I found out that the the girls they tend to they get excited when they have a sort of you know babysitter. So uh, right. I would definitely encourage you know even if even if it's a family trip within that trip, if you want to get you know some alone time with your wife or your husband to go out to dinner, you know, use a hotel babysitter for sure. Yes, you're you're selling me. My wife's going to want to go on a trip after hearing all this because that is part of the hesitation of going with young kids. It's like if it's more work than being at home, so it does take some some guidance to travel with kids because most of us have never done it before, you know. So totally. Tips. And then, yeah, and then you know one one other tip is, and this sort of varies location to location, hotel to hotel, but. You know, some people are just want to be in the same room with their kids and they don't mind. And I know other, you know, people want to try to uh, have a situation where they could like have a, you know, separate the bedroom from, um, uh, separate the bedroom from like the living room area, um, you know, for, for sleeping. And, and I, I think it's, you know, instead of getting like one, you know, a larger suite, if you will, it's always better to try to get two connecting rooms. So you just have, you have an, you have an, you have a, you have an extra bathroom, you have an extra, uh, point of entry and point of exit. Uh, so that if you do go out at night and there's a babysitter, you could sort of, uh, uh, sneak out without, sneak out, uh, right. you know, w w waking, waking the kids. But, uh, you would yeah. appreciate my, uh, our, we tried this at Disney and we all packed into one of these quote unquote sweet rooms. And I ended up like having to sneak out with a crying baby. I think I was asleep in the lobby of the dolphin hotel and security came up to me because I had a stroller next to me. I'm passed out on a bench and he's like, sir, do you have a room here? I'm like, nope. yep, it's upstairs. I'm just, uh, no, no I'm way. One off. Yeah. It was, oh, and I'm like, this is what I'm paying for, but this is traveling with kids. And I guess, uh, yeah, maybe had we known better, we would have just got a connecting room. Yeah, exactly. For just then, me. You know, <laughs> one other thing i'll tell you i mean I, I don't know how you guys are with your kids i mean we 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 try to limit their sort of screen time and, and tv time um or we do i should say when we're at home but when we're, we're, we're on planes all the rules go out the door i mean we, <laughs> we we make sure they eat make sure you know they 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 go to the bathroom so they'll, they'll they'll try to resist that but anything that's going to keep them entertained and occupied on the flight um you know I, uh, yeah. that, that that's the big exception to the rule for the uh i, I think that's time. my kids i think that could be my kids favorite part of traveling is that they get to use ipads in the car or the plane so yeah they, i mean it's, 
Totally. I mean, you know, my daughter knows that she's going to get to play games and, and watch movies. So, right. Um, that's, that's better than a trip for them sometimes. It's frightening. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, Josh. Well, I appreciate it. And uh, where can people learn more about uh, your business and getting some more travel assistance? Um, they can email me, call me. Uh, website is, well, the website is protravelinc.com. That's, that's the name of my uh, uh, agency. Uh, I'm on Instagram at journeys, Josh, um, and email is josh.alexander at protravelinc.com. Well, thank you, Josh, for being on the dad, the best I can show expert edition. I'm ready to uh, book a trip this summer and I'll be calling you to set that up. Pleasure is all mine, Rob. Appreciate the time. All right. Thanks, Josh. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening to the Dad the Best I Can show. Go take five seconds, hop on over to dadthebestican.com and sign up with your email to get weekly updates, dad tips in your mailbox, get your questions answered on the show. That's dadthebestican.com. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and leave us a five-star rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Actually, five stars. We could do better than that. Brooks? Infinity stars, Cameron, how many stars? Infinity thousand. Infinity thousand. You gotta one up them in this household. Thanks. See ya.